And here we go. We're not canceled. Box Kev isn't here, but um, it's all good. The show still goes on. My name is DJ E-Rock. This is the Hot Box Podcast. Uh, you might be watching us on YouTube. You might be listening to us on the radio right now, on Radio Basement. You might be... Uh, you know, listening to us on the iHeartRadio app. But uh, like I said, the show goes on, man. Kev will be back like another day. I don't know, but we'll be fine. We'll be fine because we got a special guest in the studio right now. He goes by the name of Mike Snedeker from Tau Group. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm, I'm happy good, to have man. you in here right now, man. Yes, thanks for having me. No, dude. Hey, thank you for making the time. You're a very busy, busy man. Hey, listen, I make time for you any day. That's my guy right there. That's right. Mike Snedeker from Tau Group is in the building. And uh, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things, man. Like, uh, like exactly what do you do for Tau Group? Because some people, you know, they I, I know they've seen you all over the place, big on social media. You're probably hanging out with, like, you know, some of your favorite celebrities. And, uh, um, like, you know, you're, uh, you're on TV, you know, and stuff when you're speaking on the behalf of the company. What exactly do you do for Tau Group? Well... Um you're like everything. <laughs> I kind of work across a few different uh, departments. Okay, but um, I my title is entertainment marketing director. Mm. Okay, that's what my actual title is. But um, I like to tell people if people kind of like ask me, I say um, what I I kind of really focus on uh, mostly. Okay, is it is my it is my main role to um, create, maintain, and expand upon relationships with people that carry a certain amount of influence in the entertainment industry. Okay. And that's across all different aspects of entertainment. It could be like um, an influencer, it could be a pop star, it could be a rapper, it could be somebody in the, in the NFL, it could be an adult uh, actor, uh, performer it could be um, anybody, anybody that carries and holds a certain amount of influence in their field in the entertainment industry um, to create, cultivate, and expand on those relationships and to um, bring those people into uh, our venues and experience the brand uh, and experience Tau Group as a whole and to weave them into the culture of the brand. Uh, make them a part of it, make them so that like they don't just come once, uh, but they they come to us in Vegas and then they start going to us in LA, they start going to us in New York, they start going to us in London or Singapore or all over the world. That's crazy. Now, Tau Group is a very big company. Yes. Very big company. How many venues would you say that Tau Group owns? Internationally? E yeah, everything. The whole The whole picture. 68, 68? I believe, right now, yeah, is the, I, I wow. believe that's the right number, <laughs> technically 68. And, and you have, like, literally the uh, the capability of sending people to any one of these 68 venues. Yeah. Doing what you do. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility. I mainly, it, well, <laughs> yes, but I mainly focus on Vegas, uh, L.A., and New York, and, I mean, mainly on the United States, but when I have... If I have clients or, or talent that's going out of seas, I always offer, yeah. That's great, man. That's amazing. That's a lot. It's a lot on your plate. Like I said, you're a very busy person. Uh, you've been with the company for how long now? It's been a minute. It's like, I, I want to say like when I first heard your name, it was like um, MySpace days. 17 years. 17 years? Wait, 16 and a half right now. Almost 17. And, and how did this whole entire journey start? Um. Well, 
Uh, I started with the company in the end of 2005. Mm -hmm. um, I, at that time in Vegas, I was working in two different nightclubs. I was like a VIP host, um, which was fun, but uh, I did enjoy it, but I wasn't, it just wasn't like what I really wanted to do. Yeah. Um, it was definitely fun and it was, it was a grind, but um, you know, it's, I definitely, I, I think that I, it just wasn't for me mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, but that's what I was doing at the time. And then I was also writing a nightlife column for this magazine that was in Vegas at the time called 944. Oh, wow. And it was a, uh, it was a magazine that was kind of centered around Las Vegas, nightlife, restaurants, like, you know, and they would have these, like, um, these uh, pictorials inside the magazine. Of, I remember like, very well, yeah. Yeah, like party photos. I missed those. This was, like, before Instagram, before social media. This was, mm -hmm. like, 2000, like, five, six, seven, around there. Um, and so, like, you know, everybody, you would be out at a party and then, like, everybody would be like, oh, you know, they'd see you in the magazine or whatever. So it was fun. It was um, really, like, the way to be seen back then. It was one of the ways, yes. You know what I'm saying? I remember when you would, when, when, when someone would appear in, like, 944 Magazine, that was a really big deal, you it, know? Yeah, it was for sure. And um, it was, it was, like, a very, almost, like, to me, I, I still have a lot of them, and they're kind of like yearbooks in a way. Because yeah. I <laughs> that's the best way to explain them. I think. Yeah, I, I kind of think of those years as like my really like my college years, kind okay. of because I didn't really. I went to college for a year, um, and it was fun. Uh, but my parents, we ran out of money. We couldn't really afford it uh, financially, and. Um, it just, also, I just didn't really like school that much at the time. I didn't either. So um, I agree with you. <laughs> so I consider those my college years, but yeah, so I was also writing that column and, um, I was out constantly because I was working at two clubs, writing this column. So I was out like four, four or five nights a week, um, sometimes six. And, um, the editor of the magazine asked me to write an editorial piece about Jason, uh, Strauss, uh, who is uh, currently the co-CEO of Tau Group, mm -hmm. but also uh, at the time he was one of the partners of Tau Las Vegas, um, and they were coming out here to open up uh, Tau inside the Venetian. And that and was the first Tau Group venue here? In Vegas, yes. In Vegas. Yes. Okay. In Vegas, yes. So in New York, they had Tau Midtown, which opened in... I think 2000, if I'm not mistaken, um, and or 99, either 99 or 2000. But I remember, like, I didn't really know that much about Tao. Like, I remember, I remember that Tao was on an episode of Sex in the City. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I remember. Like, For sure. Um, and like, that's all I kind of knew about it. Um, and anyway, Jason was coming to Vegas uh, to open Tao, and he uh, was moving here. And um, they were like, I had met him once already, just being out, because um, he was going out almost every night of the week trying to meet as many people as he could. Um, and they were like, you know, we want you to spend a couple days with him um, and go out with him and write an article about him coming to Vegas and opening Tao. So I did, and we went to a few dinners, and I went out with him um, one or two nights, and um he was uh he was kind of like 
he's like, you know, you're great. You know, I, I would love to have you here, you know, to kind of like work the door because uh, you know everybody and, and so on and so forth and be at the door and kind of like help recognize all those key people, key locals and make sure that they get in smoothly, whatever. Um, but- And what year is this again? 2005. Wow. I know. Um, but at the time, I that wasn't really what I wanted to do. So they opened in, in September of 2005, mm -hmm. touted. And then I went back to him in November and I said, hey, um, you know, I'd love to discuss coming to work for you, but I don't want to be at the door. I don't want to be a host. And he was like, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I'd, I'd rather just be like your assistant uh, because I wanted something different. Um, for sure. And he was like, well, my assistant actually uh, just went back to New York, so I do need one. Um, so after it took like a couple of weeks, um, but I got the job as his assistant and basically I took a um, pretty significant pay cut from going from VIP hosting at two clubs to becoming somebody's assistant is is a pretty um, change in, uh, in sure, income. Yeah. Uh, but well, that, I mean, that's an that's an investment, though. You know, yes, what I mean? and, that, and that investment is obviously paid off <laughs> tenfold. You know? so. No, 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 no. <laughs> like absolutely, yeah. Like, that was uh, the reason I'm saying this and I'm being transparent about it is because that was ended up being one of the best things that I could have ever done because at that time, the marketing department at Tao was extremely minimal. It was like, it was like maybe three people or four people, me being one of them. Wow. And so the place opened and it just was like lightning struck. I mean, it was like hot from the get go crazy like celebrity 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 like you know crazy reservations trying to get a dinner reservations the nightclub was going off um so it was a it was a perfect timing of me transitioning my career but also um being at the right place at the right time and also kind of realizing that i didn't want to go this way i wanted to i didn't want to I wanted to go the longer route and change my career because mm -hmm. uh, I had already done the hosting thing, which served its purpose, of course. For sure, yeah. But, and I'm sure you still have like a lot of relationships, like you know, from that, like you know, era of your career as well. That still, like you know, that you use to your advantage in today, right? Or yeah, because everything prepares you for where you're going. Oh, absolutely. You just yeah. don't realize it at the time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Do you uh, do you recall day zero, day one, your first day on the job? and how you felt and the things you had to do and and whatnot like yeah you know. it was um i was in the office with jason and i started i would start with him in the morning and he would we would just go kind of go through the list and i was learning like how his schedule works like and who everybody was in the New York office and like what time his conference calls were and what calls were the most important and and those kinds of things mm -hmm. um, that you do when you get to know somebody by being their assistant. Um, and also like how the company worked. Like it, it honestly, I, part of the reason I say it was my college years was because I learned how to do so many things in a very short amount of time from writing a press release for an event to how a red carpet works, how it gets set up, like how um, 
Working with casinos. Working and- with casinos aspects, working with publicists, uh, celebrities, um, how to submit an ad that goes into a magazine, like mm-hmm. see, like like the kind of resolution that photos have to be before they can be printed, like all different kinds of things that like, you know, that you learn. No, for sure. Um, you know, Tao has grown into the this massive, you know, company and and you know, we've covered it that that you are are one of those guys to to, to be one of the most connected dot connectors of today. Uh, what goes into being, you know, that person, like, you know, on a day-to-day basis? Like, you know, I mean, obviously you have your relationships, but I mean, you're obviously gaining new ones day after day after day and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, what goes into that? Um, wh- well, I, <laughs> I don't I don't know quite how to start with that. Um, I would say that what goes into it is just a lot of like... Um, like following up mm-hmm. like i when i work in my office like i work off my laptop um because i like to have all my te- i like to do all my text messages on my laptop because it's so much faster yeah so like i do a lot of work actually on text and so it's like i i start my day like uh, i work out in the morning and then i get to the office and like i start my day by like like today, today's Monday. So I started my day by going through the la- all my text messages from the last like three days. So I started back from Friday um, yeah, wow. to kind of like follow up on like, was there somebody I didn't get back to? Who did I tell somebody that I was going to do something and I, don't, I didn't remember what it was? Like, you know, to thanking somebody for coming in and having dinner to all those kinds of just like little things um, that make a big difference uh, because... Um, just because you might be busy, you don't want somebody to think that you're too busy for them. You know what I mean? No, for sure. Like, you you know, know, ignoring, I mean, you don't want someone to feel like they've been ignored or especially if you're in the hospitality business. Yeah, of course. You know, um, you have to be hospitable and being hospitable. Like there's a lot of follow up and just making sure, Hey, you good? Like, yes. are, you good? <laughs> are we good? All yes. right, cool. How can we be better? You know? So, yeah. Um, and I would say that it's really just comes back to, uh, a lot of the stuff that I learned from Jason and Noah, which is a lot of, I kind of like to call it or relationship marketing in a way, which is like essentially that people want to work with people that they know and that they trust and that they like. So if you, yeah. uh, if you make time for somebody and you go out of your way for them, then they're going to go out of their way for you. Absolutely. So, you know, um, that's always, I guess that would be kind of the way that I try to go about it. It's crazy. I remember working for somebody um, back in the day. And and when you're bringing up relationship marketing, you know, I remember they had brought up something uh, to that um, to that notion going like, you know what, man, to survive in this business, the first thing is at least, dude, at least make sure they like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least make sure they like you, you know, uh, you, see, you know, go ahead. Speaking of relationship marketing, I want to give a shout out to Yes Jules. Do you know? Of course, yes, Jules? yeah. I haven't Lo- seen her in a minute though. She, she she's actually uh, engaged now, right? She's engaged. I she had her baby. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so she's in. Uh, she lives in Miami still, but yeah. So she. The reason I brought her up is because she. I remember she did this. She did a post on. I can't remember if it was Instagram story or Snapchat, but it was like her, it was in the middle, it was like her in the middle of the club, like 
like like kind of grinding on her friend and she was holding a drink and she she put on the photo she she said when people ask me what I do I say marketing <laughs> because that's what yeah. like that's I don't so many people I I don't think understand that aspect of it it's like you it's exhaust like it is exhausting it's like very exhausting like constant like if you have if you're taking somebody out or but that's the thing because many people are be like oh um you know how like you know like how do you how do you how do you how, how do you know all these people or how do you how did you meet this person how did you meet that person it's like if you have the opportunity and you put in the work and you cultivate that relationship then it's going to cultivate you but if you like there are some nights where i'm like i'm i have to listen to my my body and i'm just like you know what i can't do it tonight but it's like there I are i just started doing that yeah but there it took me moving here <laughs> but for there me are, to start doing that which is crazy yeah but there are those nights where it's like i'm really tired and i don't want to get up and and be sociable and have dinner with this person but i know that i want to I want to meet this person and there this person is going to be a great uh addition to uh our brand and mm -hmm. getting to know them and having them be a fabric of our community and like it's like at the end of the day like I am like I'm very grateful to have my job because I've had so many bad jobs <laughs> that it's like it's like oh woe is me I have to get up and have dinner oh you know what I mean it's like you got to remind yourself too like because I did like I when I was I yeah, started, what, what's the worst job you've ever had well I would say the the one that I enjoyed the least was being a dishwasher oh man yeah but um Definitely, you've came a long way since that. Yes. <laughs> the one that I enjoyed the least was being a dishwasher, but in some ways I actually really liked it too because you're kind of in your own area and you're the dishwasher, so nobody like bothers you because yeah. you <laughs> you have so much to deal with. Yeah. So you're like, everybody's like, oh man, like, and then like the bus boys come back there with like, like bus tubs full of like dirty plates and they're like, boom, you know, and like the kitchen's bringing over like all these like giant pans that are dirty and you gotta like scrub them before you put them in the dishwasher. Like, yeah. it's like, that's a job. But at the same time, it's like, you have your, you got your music, and I, I was sitting back there, listening to my like shitty like stereo with like my in sync bleach blonde hair, because this was like in '98, I think. Was that here in Vegas? No, it was in Kentucky. That's okay. Where I'm wow. From. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah. So um, and then I had like I worked it when I first moved here, I had like six jobs in my first year. I just couldn't really. Jesus. Everybody cuz everybody always tells you they'd be like, "Oh, you moved to Vegas and you could make $100,000 as a bartender." But they don't tell you that like even to get a job as a busboy, like you kind of have to know somebody. Kind of. I mean, at that time that's the way it felt to me because I just moved here. I think more than ever now. Like, you know, yeah. because there's so many people trying to come here. And, yeah, and, yeah. And so many people that have heard that same thing. Like, hey, you can make $100,000 as a, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, so many people are now going, all right, I'm going. I'm going. Look look, look at these auditions for waitresses. Like, yo, they're, you can fill a whole entire, three nightclubs full of people with them. I know. It's crazy, you know? And I had, like, I think six or seven jobs my first year, like, working at restaurants, waiting tables which um which was fine like i actually loved waiting tables um but um i just didn't wait 
I couldn't really get a good job at a good restaurant. So I would be working at places and just like making like $20 a shift. And I, I cried. I was like, I want to, I wanted to leave here. I wanted to go back home. Like I really hated it my first year. It took, honestly, it took a year for me to get a good job. And then it took about another year, year and a half for me to like meet solid people, solid friends. And, and you got that from going out and just being around and from better, from being in a better work environment. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, you know, you've been here for quite some time. You've seen this town grow. You've seen this town go through a lot. What's the, uh, the most incredible moment you've able, or uh, you've been able to witness here in Vegas? Uh, in like, and just the time you've been here, like, you know, what's the most incredible thing you've seen on like, like, you know, top of mind, like, wow. I just witnessed something that just that, that 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 no one really gets to see other than someone like myself. Um uh, I would say uh, isn't it crazy like yo when when you actually stop what you're doing and you have to recall everything. Yeah, like, I mean, I've done a lot. Yeah, I mean <laughs> there's been a lot of um there's been a lot of um wild um and like things that involve like celebrities and like surprise performances and um which one sticks out the most though there's uh, gotta be one uh i i mean i remember i would say i remember being at house of blues and i think the concert i think it was q-tip and um and Prince came out on stage. Holy with, shit. With his guitar and then started playing guitar. During a Q-tip show. Yeah. At House, House of Blues. House of Blues, yeah. That was really wow. cool. Um, and when Jay-Z did the Hangar Tour, um, when he was promoting, um, he was promoting that album with the, with the red cover. Um, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank, but... I know you're talking about that. Yes, it was like 2006, I think, um, when that came out. It was 2006, I believe. And he did the hangar tour, and he flew from all these different cities within like 24 hours, performed at the airport in a hangar, did a concert, and then like flew to another city. And he was all he was doing it like within this set time frame. Um, and he ended it at Vegas in Vegas at Tau. Wow. Um, yeah, it was it was just like. The excitement was because um, people were waiting, and he he ended up going on like around three a.m. And so people were like coming over from like all of their nightclubs, and like you know Paris and Nikki were there, and like some other celebrities were there, and like um, it was just like the excitement of it all at the time. It oh, was absolutely. like and like just being around like people when when they are. Um, affecting pop culture heavily at the time. So like being around um, the Kardashians when um, when the show had been on for, cause I had met Kim in like 2006 and then the show came on in 2007. And then I remember like around 2009, it was just like, it was like this mania. And yeah. like, I remember like doing the events and, and just the, like the, the people and like the 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 sc like screaming and like the the exciting you know like it just sounds was, overwhelming like wow yeah it was i haven't um 
there's not been a lot of um i haven't seen a lot of people get so wildly excited like that um i mean i have seen it a lot but that was definitely one of the biggest times and then being around khalid um when the snapchat thing happened Mm -hmm. he was literally like walking virality like I mean, it was. Yeah. I never. I have never seen anything like it to this day. He could day. sneeze and like literally, he's getting like a million views. It's well, crazy. it was like I remember. He, I remember we had um, we had some a show booked with him, and because I had been working with him for like two years at, before that happened, and then we so we already had like some shows already booked, and then it happened, and I was like, whoa, what's going on? You know what I mean? And I remember. We were in his hotel room uh, at the Venetian because we were doing a show at Tao. And like he, um, I remember he was, he was gonna, he was like, he was picking up his phone and he was like, all right, he's like, I'm gonna tell everybody to, to meet me in the lobby of the Venetian. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, no. I was like, you can't do that. You can't do that. And he was like, why not? And he was like, I was like, no. I was like, there's gonna be all these people. And he ended, he did it anyway. And like it had not been, maybe 20 minutes maybe 20 minutes and we come downstairs like not even to the lobby we're just at like the casino floor from the room elevator and i had never seen anything like that man it was just like hundreds of people there already like kids um adults that's and then incredible though. he like it's he, a lot of magic in moments like that he came out and it was like rah, and you could feel the energy go from like the front to the back and um yeah so like being around people when they're at when they are affecting pop culture in such a big way uh is something that um you, you can't replicate that for sure you mentioned that you met kim back in what year again i think it was 2006 um when she she had came with paris i think mm-hmm. it was the first anniversary of tau opening in vegas Wow, I think that's where I met her the first time. That's great. And, and and how how do you cultivate these relationships with some of these very high profile people? Because I feel like you know, especially with me, you know, I interview people like literally like every other day, you know. But I feel like you know, um, and, and you're probably in the same position to where it's like, you know, you deal with people that are somewhat very closed off. You know what I mean? Because of what they do, you know, they they don't allow a lot of access. How do you? cultivate those relationships to get to where they're at today um i think it's just a mixture between knowing that um i'm not trying to be this person's friend (laughs) meaning like i'm you know if these people they're guests and they're coming in to have dinner and it's my job i just make sure that everything is handled everything is smooth there's no issue um and then like after a period of time um if um you know, if if we have a good rapport and a friendship develops, uh, then that's great. But there are certainly a lot of talent that I work with all the time that it's I a straight business that I'm not like friends with. Right. Uh, so that's the difference. Is I'm I'm not trying to be somebody's friend. Of course, like if if a relationship develops and and we nurture it and and things grow, mm-hmm. yes, of course. Um, but it's still business of course of course yeah. yeah so like i think it's the it's the it's the i guess it's like 
serving the purpose of just making sure that they are taken care of and not and not bothered and leaving them alone and because people respect that no, you know what sure, i mean yeah. it's like when when you're the only person in the room who doesn't ask for a photo people catch that you know what i mean absolutely absolutely um no, and so i agree with you 110 right there so it's like you it's just i always just try to like one always remember that i'm there to work and i'm serving the purpose of our brand and our our venues and being respectful and and that and that aspect what's the favorite thing about what you do today i would say um working with people that are affecting uh pop culture in a way mm -hmm. um people that um are the kind of like the best um some of the best at what they do and some of the most popular at what they do um and being around it because you know people have um there have been you know celebrities and talent that have uh, that have offered me jobs and things over the years but i never uh, was interested in that life um because there's a difference between um being around somebody for maybe one night or a weekend, you know, when somebody's in Vegas versus like every gaping moment when you wake up. Then yeah. being like, <laughs> then being, then being uh, working with talent uh, full time every day, where it's like your life. Yeah, this way is, is and the dynamic changes for sure. I, I'm pr pretty positive the dyna the dynamic would change. Yeah, you know, of if course. you're on someone's payroll, yeah. you know, and you're there every moment, you know, the access to you obviously, is yeah infinite you know so. yeah um yeah that's a valid point too yeah. uh because um i am from kentucky so uh, a lot of people are kind of surprised when they hear that um but i my family is from kentucky west virginia so i grew up in i grew up in lexington mainly which is a, it's a great place to live lexington kentucky um uk basketball you know horse country i loved growing up there i just didn't want to stay there mm -hmm. but um but that is that part of my life like small town um very low-key like that's still a part of who i am so like um while i might be around a lot of you know entertainment celebrity like craziness and, mm -hmm. and 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 nightclubs and things like your upbringing still keeps you grounded i don't get super in i don't get that's not really my that's not my lifestyle that's my job mm -hmm. um it's my work sure. uh and so like i keep it very separate so like when i when i have a very normal life like i get up go to the gym go to the office and then on the weekends when i'm when i have to be out and i'm working or taking somebody to dinner i do all those things but i mean literally i remember like i remember like doing i remember doing i think it was like kim's birthday at tau and she had just gotten engaged to kanye and it was like huge like press it was everywhere and um we did her birthday at tau and it was like this really massive press thing and it, it was all over the place and it was like i mean like billions of media impressions right and it was like really it was really really so cool to be involved with that but 
it was like people like see these photos and they see me like maybe like on the show in the background, whatever. And it's really cool. Yeah. But um, the next day I literally was like taking my mom and dad to Walmart because they needed to go to Walmart. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, that's yeah. not, that's not who, that's not my life, you know? Yeah. It, it's what you do, not who you are. Yeah. It doesn't define you. Yeah. You know? No, I, I, I totally understand it, man. I mean, it's crazy. Like I said earlier, you know, how um, it took me moving here to start kind of like, you know, understanding, uh, I got to take care of myself a little bit better and stuff like that. And even just like the dynamic of Vegas, like now, now I have no desire to go to the strip whatsoever, whatsoever, unless I'm like working or hanging out with people like you and yeah. like, you know, my day ones with Eric or, you know, the other Eric with Vice or five or something like that, 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 that's like, you know, the, the, um, you know, the ticket to get me out of the house. But then like, you know, it's the same thing. Like, you know, for me, like, you know, I, I, I may DJ at all these places, you know, I may be on the radio, like, you know, every day in Los Angeles and San Francisco and all these other places, you know, but it doesn't define me. Like, I still love staying at home, you know, watching TV, watching sports, with my girl and my dogs and literally not answering my phone whatsoever. And that is literally something I still need to figure out how to get paid to do. But you know, there's, yeah. yeah, the unfortunate part is that I still got to work, you know, so I still got to go to the strip and whatnot, but you know. I, I totally understand that 110% more than anything. Um, you know, who are some of your uh, your favorite people to work with? You know, DJs, influencers, you know, celebrities. Um, people in the office, you know, maybe someone doesn't get their flowers like, you know, like they like they should, you know. It's like, yo, this person's an amazing person. This person is great at what they um, do. I love working with, um, uh, with Lenny S at Rock Nation. Okay. Um, I love working with uh, Nelly from um, Nelly Ortiz, who is um, from Rock Nation, but now she's on Khaled's team. Uh, I love working with the two of them so much, and because I have, again, I have, been, I've been working with them for so many years that like we have a great uh, rapport and a great relationship, and um, so I love working with them, and uh, I love working uh, with the Kardashians. Uh, family, uh, any of them, um, they obviously are not doing like a lot of like club appearances, but we actually just did something with Kendall. Uh, Kendall was at the opening of Tao Beach. Uh, so it was kind of like a little bit of a full circle moment for me because I am nice. now like going to the next generation. <laughs> so I started with uh, the, the older sister and now I'm with the younger sister. So I was like... Uh, yeah, so, um, so yeah, so, um, and I love working with, I also like working with up and coming talent, new talent. I love working with uh, creators. Um, yeah, and I love working with, uh, I love working with anybody that loves what they do, honestly, because mm -hmm. I just find it interesting. And people always ask me, they'll be like, oh, who's like, the 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 person that you the the worst person to work with who's the <laughs> that's actually the next <laughs> question and you don't have to name it you know but but I mean I'm sure that you have ran into like you know like you know those those situations before and you're just like oh man it, thank thank God that person's on the plane already Jesus um the answer that I always give to that question um is that uh honestly it's 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 not like 
I don't really, I haven't run into that a lot of times, but obviously in 16 years it has happened. Yeah. And I would just say that it's generally somebody who gets a large amount of fame in a short amount of time. Yeah. Because they're not, they're just not they don't know how to handle it. Right to handle yeah. it. Um, and um, because almost always um, the bigger the talent or the celebrity, the easier and the better it is to work with them because they work with the best people. Mm -hmm. So they have the best people, team of people around them. Media training yeah. and, uh, you know, just people to mentor them, like, yes. you know, the right way. And mentorship is very, very, very important. Yeah. Um, when you're not working, what are the, some of the things that you like to do? I mean, it seems like 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 you don't have a lot of free time, but like you know, when you do have free time, what is it that Mike Snedeker likes to do? Um, I don't like to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Wanna, you do so much, you know. So I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to like I I I work out in the morning. I get up at five forty-five. I work out at seven. I'm at the office by nine, um, and then I leave probably somewhere around six and then I go home. Um, I have dinner and then um, if I have other work to do or if I need to like run an errand like during the week, then I'll do that. But I am a, usually during the week, I'm usually in bed um, by 11 or 1130. Wow. During the week. That's later than me. Or tw maybe <laughs> crazy to say or no? maybe 12, but I it's. <laughs> Maybe 12, but that's it. That's uh, during the week. And then the weekends is all over the place. Like three weeks ago, I took somebody to Crazy Horse and I was out until 5.30 in the morning. Mm. So it's all over the place. But I um, I don't drink uh, anymore. So, I, I think this so I'm nine years sober. Congratulations. Nine, yeah, nine. So nine years well, sober. I've known you for a long time. Yeah. I've known you for a very long time. Uh, yeah, because I'm sure you remember some of those. <laughs> We've had a, yes. We might have had a couple a couple great nights, you know? Yes. So, yeah. um, allegedly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I because I'm sober, like my body, even if I'm out super late like that, my body will not let me sleep all day. I will still... If I get home, if I get in bed at six in the morning, I am still going to wake up at nine thirty at the latest. Signs of a very healthy person, because it just <laughs> my body will not let me sleep all day. Like it just won't. Um, but yeah, so I just try to, I try to like balance, and um, there also like I try to, um, even though I am tired, I I make it a, try to make it a point to be social at least uh, two nights a week. Um, Sometimes three, yeah. Depending, uh, meaning like I go out and whether it is we had dinner the other night dinner, with Eric yes. and Jordan. Yes, and it's like how can I how should I say this? It's like I feel like it's just the more work that you put into um, relationships and meeting people and and going out. Like if you put in all that work, it comes back to you because it definitely did for me. Like it just does. Like I, it's just karma. I, I don't know what, another way to say it. Like mm -hmm. you know, like it's people will be like, "Oh, how do you know all these people?" It's like because you put in the work and you get out there. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but on top of that, though, and, and and this is like you know the friend 
coming out. You know, you've always been a, a, a great person to me. No matter where I've been at in my career or if you knew me, I was like that young guy that was always rolling up, like, you know, with Vice or, or Deluxe or Five back in the day. But I think, though, like, you know, also uh, to, you know, to credit, you know, to success is that, like, you know, before you are, are a, a great entertainment marketing you know, director or executive, you know, for this monstrosity of a company, you know, named Tao Group, like, you know, you are a better person more than anything. You're a good person. I think that goes further than anything in this oh, world. Oh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. You know, but but like I say, like we, we said it earlier, like, like, you know, for what, you know, someone like you or myself or, you know, what we do, it's like, it's so important that people like you, you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. you know. I, I I definitely I think a part of that comes from just putting in paying your dues honestly because mm -hmm. when you when you start at the bottom you just you have done every job and you understand yeah. and you appreciate where you are even more because you've done the work to get there. Yeah. So it's like um you know like I you know, like I said, I've been in hospitality for 20 years about, mm -hmm. um, a little bit more than that. So, and I started as a dishwasher. So started as a dishwasher, worked my way up all through restaurants, then got into nightlife, worked my way all through nightlife. So it just is, it comes from time. No, for sure. Um, what are some of the things that you're working on today? I mean, is there anything you can like tease us with? Or is there something big about to happen? I don't know. Like, you know, whether it's yourself, Tau Group, anything? Um, I think what I'm working on right now is, from a personal standpoint, is I'm trying to force myself to read more. Because I do Reading like- to, is important. I do like to read and I do like to learn, but I, I'll just be straight and honest. I feel like um, being on my phone has made it harder for me to focus um, and harder for me to read. Um, you know, not not to read, but to uh, to stay focused um, in the book and not put it down and and check my phone for you know what I mean. No, for sure. So it's like I'm trying to focus on um, forcing myself to read and focus, and because I want to I want to read more and learn more um, about like all different kinds of things. So that's something I'm trying to do. I'm trying to work out more and um, just fitness more and better health mm -hmm. mentally um trying to i'm actually going to take a tm course transcendental meditation um because i want to learn you know what i had somebody on the podcast recently by the name of kizzo uh-huh um he produced actually the album of the year for i mean they it won a grammy for album of the year i forgot it was uh he works with john batiste um i don't even know if i said that right uh, but uh, he said something about like that. That's like literally when everything is so crazy yes. like, in your life, you just really can achieve like really a good amount of just still. You so know, I've I've been meditating for for off and on for years, but I TM is more of like a more like a definite like a, a rigid practice, mm -hmm. and that's kind of like what I feel like I need. Um, because it's like set time, morning and evening, and they kind of teach you this method behind meditating. Um, so that's definitely something that 
that I'm going to focus on um, in the next couple of months. And then as in regard to work, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we're growing as a company very, very quickly. Massive. Uh, we just opened, uh, obviously we have Lavo Restaurante uh, in LA that recently opened. Uh, we just opened Lavo in San Diego. Huge. Um, and there's a lot of uh, really exciting projects that are coming uh, down the line. I mean, I'm sure you guys are going to be involved in the uh, the MSG sphere, right? I we mean, are that's something yes. that's you know obviously. I mean, you land right there. You yes. know what I mean, I mean, and and I heard like a lot of things like that's like a a very like like that that experience is going to be like I don't know what the word is like sensorial or something like that, but it's just something that's going to invigorate every sense that that the human can literally experience. Like you know when you're actually there, like it's going to be really just the next level of entertainment like it's really beyond uh anything that i think we've seen before uh so it's obviously very very exciting can i get sure. free tickets or i mean like <laughs> of course that's all. you got and it. that's all i want man free <laughs> tickets free 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 tickets that's all i want man um so what's next for you man next five years ten years um why well, I, I for the next five years i would say um, continuing to expand on um, what I do now, but mm -hmm. also um, um, continuing to expand on what I do, but also in different kinds of ways through different kinds of media. Um, whether it's like I'm really, I'm just now starting to get into like NFTs and things. I haven't, uh, I haven't like dove down the rabbit hole yet, but I know that there's one to dive down. So, yeah, so I'm still I'm 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 I mean I know I'm I'm late to the party uh so to speak but um it's definitely something that uh, I think everybody should start to learn and educate themselves about and um it's super interesting and and the metaverse and and all those kinds of things I'm I'm really inter interested in that. Uh do you think like you know there would be a uh a metaverse version of like Tao or something like that down the line. I would I mean, is that something that like you know you could talk to Jason and Noah about? I think or? that's a really cool idea. Wow, you heard it here first, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here first. When 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 you can attend a Tao event in the metaverse, you heard it here first. Hopefully, I DJ it. That's it. You know, that's all I want. Yeah, I mean, pa <laughs> um, Paris actually um, has she did a, she has done a DJ set like in the metaverse really yeah and she she was she got into all of that stuff much she's been into it for a while way before a lot of other people so she's very smart that way yeah and, you know i mean i think uh you know to last this long in this business like you know adaptation you know being able to adapt and being able to uh you know to take on the new trend and take that to the next level is very important so. yeah that's right I love the fact that that we got to have this conversation. I think this is the first time where it's not been at like a dinner table or like at a club with a like, with a loud music in with the loud music in the back. You know? What? <laughs> <laughs> Some crazy comments flying across the table. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that's my like. <laughs> that's the other thing. It's like it's like my hearing is is not the best. I still I've been wearing earplugs for at least ten years, at least, um, and my my hearing is. Um, sometimes not the best and i'll be like what what and people are like what's wrong with you i'll be like Bro. i was like give me a break <laughs> no, it's the same thing with me like you know my I, I probably have one of the loudest monitors 
in Vegas for at least like the open format guys. Like, and people will literally come up to the booth and say hi to me, and they're just like, "Whoa, shit!" I'm yeah, like, dude, sorry, dude. Or, or the wor- or, or, or I wouldn't say the best. I'd say the worst because I feel bad for for girls that do this. But girls that come into the booth, and then if I put my headphones down, they're still turned up. Put my headphones down. Somebody manages to go up to the, my headphones and literally puts them on and tries to take a picture or tries to mess around. Oh man, they get a rude awakening. Oh, oh I feel bad. God. I feel bad. You know, at first I, I would laugh about it, but now I'm just like, you know what? Maybe it's. It, I used to laugh about it because it's not that bad for me. But then again, like, yo, I've, I've definitely lost some hearing along the way. Obviously, yeah. as a DJ, but someone will put it on and be like, oh my god, like, you know, <laughs> and it's like. I feel so bad, you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely there with you. But no, thank you for making time, man. Thanks uh, for having me. I've known bro. you for a very long time, yes. and, and I'm happy that, you know, we get to have this conversation and we get to at least like even educate the people, you know, that, that pay attention to my platform and, 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 and uh, you know, get them to be excited about all the great things that you're doing and Tao is doing. Obviously, you know, I do a lot of, you know, work with Tao. You know, I do uh, a lot of venues. I do Tao. I do Tao Chicago. I yeah. do uh, Marquee. And now, like, you know, with the uh, addition of all the Hakkasan venues that used to be Hakkasan venues, you know, and I'm doing those too. So, yeah. you know, it's very important. You know, it was very important to make sure that, like, you know, my people knew, like, you know, what the program was. That's so. right. <laughs> That's right. Mike Snedeker. He is in the building. Hey, can you um can you actually put the lower third up and let people know where where they can catch you and you know if they want to find out more about you, follow you, everything? Uh oh yeah, oh, there it is, it's right on there. The yeah. Screen, yeah. <laughs> you can check me out on on Instagram and and TikTok. There it is. Come check me out. And I, I get a lot of people DM me a lot about um free dinners. Well, <laughs> <laughs> people DM me a lot. Well, sometimes, but um. <laughs> A lot, I get a lot of kids in, um, like kids in college, they'll be like, oh, like, because they see me like on like Kardashians, they'll be like, oh, like, how did you get that job? And like, what do you do? And, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I always tell people to, um, I always tell people that like, this was not a job that like I applied for. <laughs> this is a job that I evolved into. And so like, it's, it's definitely, I always just tell people to, if you if you want this kind of a, a job, like an exciting type of a job in hospitality, then um, I always think it's better to, um, to one, live in like an exciting place. So I left Kentucky because even though I loved it, I left it because mm-hmm. I, um, I just didn't want to stay there. Uh, I wanted to something different. So um, if you're living in like a smaller town, I always encourage people to um, to maybe move to a bigger city um, and then um, to uh, seek out like um, a really like a hospitality company or like if it's a nightlife that you want to get into or whatever, whatever it is, just get your foot in the door and 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 be humble and um, and uh, start you know work your way up and then just be consistent um as dj riz says consistency equals longevity Longevity. yes absolutely this is a great way to close the podcast yes thank you again for stopping by appreciate you that's right mike snedeker tau group all right 
We are out of here. The Hotbox Podcast, Radio Basement. Uh, don't forget, every single Tuesday, we drop a new episode. At the same time, you can also hear excerpts from all these episodes on Real 92.3 out in Los Angeles, Real 103.9 in the city of Las Vegas, 997 Now in San Francisco and all around the country on a couple other stations that we're at as well. So uh, any last words before that? No, man. Thank you so much for having me. My man. Let's go. Hey. The Hotbox.